The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by absolutely nobody today because Martin's got some BRCA things, and I believe it's Joey's dog's birthday. Now, imagine missing a podcast episode because it's your dog's birthday, but that's what Joey's done. So we might as well, we're going to have to go big. We're going to have to get the biggest person, the biggest star we can, and I think I've done that this weekend. Tonight, we are going to be speaking to Jamie Booth. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing? Hi, I'm okay, thank you. How are you? I'm great, mate. Um, I know you've been at the iconic event this weekend, and I always like to ask first, have you recovered? Um, I'm still feel tired, if I'm honest. Um, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> there's a few miles on the clock now, and uh, it, it seems to take me a while to recover from these things these days. Um, um I guess it's the uh, a mixture, really, of not sleeping great, uh, mm-hmm. maybe one or two beverages, and uh, a bit of uh, concentrating with the racing. I've I've always found racing uh, to be tiring, believe it or not, and uh, uh, yeah, so I'm 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 hoping that I'll be feeling all right tomorrow. I'm still recovering. <laughs> Uh, when I go away for a weekend racing, I always try and book myself a nice, easy Monday morning. Did you book yourself a nice, easy Monday morning? Oh, <clears throat> oh yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I had a word with the boss myself, and I had a, <laughs> I had a little bit of a a little bit of a lazy start. Um, and yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, I had a lazy start, and I went into work, and thankfully there wasn't. I mean, thankfully, on Monday there weren't too many orders to get out, so it was uh, it was okay. Yeah, my uh, my Monday mornings and my Friday afternoons tend to be quite quiet, so I can uh, yeah, I can recover a bit. So okay, so um, iconic event um, for I always say for our Jacksonville listeners over in the states that is like a, a like it's the biggest vintage event. It might have actually been the biggest RC event. In the U, like RC racing event in the UK this year, might it? There's plenty of people there. Yeah, it is probably um, <clears throat> the biggest race meeting of the year in the UK. Um, the, I mean, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's two revivals this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two last year, and uh, many people said last year the only reason the numbers were high were because there were no one-tenth scale nationals well this year the numbers were higher again um there was almost 600 600 entries with i think it was around about 370 individual people tried to get into the two events yeah yeah Yeah, so it's uh it's 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 very popular um and yeah it's it's really great to see Okay, now we will get talking about some like some of the RC, which people are, are more interested in. But I want to know how does that weekend start for Jamie? Do you turn up on Friday or? 
Well, we we managed to we managed to uh, we we arrived actually Thursday, um, and uh, we managed to set up uh, a camp with a you know there's a, there's a gang a gang of us that knock around together from locally uh, mm-hmm. from. Well, there's myself from Chesterfield, Steve Lander from Chesterfield, uh, Lee Broaders, Phil Barlow, Mark Savage, uh, Paul Kirkham, and Jimmy Drennan. For, they're all from Mansfield. Yeah. And, you know, they're all sort of uh, in our group of mates, if you like, and we all set up camp together. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, get all the race, you know, get the gazebos up. And we'd also got a bit of a... A bit of a chill out zone where um, we'd got one of these event shelter things where Phil Barlow took a an old brown sofa. Um, uh, Jimmy Drennan offered a, a job. I'd got a uh, fridge freezer, and uh, I'd I'd got a forty two inch t- my old forty two inch TV, which flickers a bit when it starts up, but once it's fired up, it works fine. So I took that as well. So we'd got. We we could watch the Grand Prix and other stuff at night and films and what have you. Well, we uh, you know had a few drinks. So yeah, we got there. Th- we got there Thursday. Okay. And now, and I think on the uh, the iconic events, it's it's sort of open practice on a Friday, isn't it? It is open practice on a Friday, yeah, and it's fairly relaxed. You just just throw your car on and go up whenever, um, and. Uh, yeah, so we 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 mainly did. Uh, yeah, I mean we just we just got stuff ready, throw the car on, cars on, and go and have a run round and try each other's cars and and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's it's, it's good. Um, I try the two wheel and four wheel drive cars, uh, but most of the time on on Friday I was tinkering with my two wheel drive. Okay, well that was that was going to be my sort of next question. Do you need to tinker? Do you need to do work, Jamie, or on a, on that Friday, um, or are you just sort of getting back to sticks and cars and things like that? Well, do you want to, the, car, the cars now we've we've run the cars for a a few years now, and so the the basics of the setup are you know are pretty pretty good out of the box now. Um, but <clears throat> but I don't really race that much these days. So uh, um, you know I think I've done I've done I did Euro Masters, Robin Hood Raceway, Lakeland Classic, and that meeting. So I've done four iconic type meetings, and I've done two or three eight scale club meetings. So I don't I don't race. You know we you know we're, we're sort of how many weeks are we into the year probably best part of 30 weeks into the year and, and I've, I've probably raced seven times, you know, so right, okay. uh, it's handy to, uh, to, to get some stick time, to be honest. Um, so obviously with the modern electrics, you can, you can throw a car down and we don't tend to use hot motors. So, you know, the, throw the cars down and go and do 30 minutes practice or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you soon get your thumbs, uh, some thumbs lubricated and working again. Okay. Does does do you feel do you, does that do any com, sort of competitive spirit start to build up on that Friday? Do you see a few guys who you used to maybe race with back in the day and think I'm definitely going to beat him? I'm going to beat him, or what? 
I mean, it's it's a relaxed atmosphere, um, and although uh, you know this year we had uh, Craig Drescher racing as well, so we're 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 you know we're old rivals and and and, and very good friends. Um, so we were picking together, and you know we're having a lot of banter. Uh, and so I, 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 you know, I try, but not not ridiculously. You know, I'm not 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 sat up all hours working on the car, but we did. You know, I, I do I do try to do my best when I'm there, and certainly when I'm on the rostrum, I've got the radio in my hand. I do try, and um, you know, I'm, I want to win when I've got the radio in my hand, and when that buzzer goes, that's it. I want to win. Okay. <clears throat> And then, I don't know whether I'm remembering this from one of the other podcasts, because you've been, because obviously we've spoken before, you've been yeah. on Grid Talk, you've been on the No Name RC podcast, and I can't even remember, I, I, it might be you, but did you used to get really nervous when you raced? Uh, I do get nervous when I race, and apparently, I mean, I, I don't feel it, but apparently when you stand next to me, I shake, and the radio and everything shakes. Right. Um I don't feel that, um, but I'm told that that's. I've always been told that that's what I do. Um, so, so I must get I must get nervous to a certain degree. I mean, I don't get as nervous now as I did when I was younger because the. Um, yeah, I mean the pressure's less, um, and we're there sort of from, you know, we're there for more leisure reasons really. A weekend away. Have some fun, and yeah, I mean, sure, we try hard. We try hard with the cars while we're there, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose any sleep if I don't win. Do you know what I mean? No. Whereas in, in, the, in the old days, when I was racing all the time, it was, <clears throat> it was all consuming, and uh, you know, if you didn't, if you if you didn't win or do or do well at an event, it was like brain racking for days for trying to concentrate, search through the car and find out why you were not doing as well as you thought you should. Um, but there's none of that pressure with the iconic thing. So it's, yeah. it's you know, it's more about having a bit of fun with old friends, really. Okay. And, and so iconic events, I think it's two-wheel drive on one day and four-wheel drive on the other? That's right, yeah. Okay. There's, there's two-wheel drive on the Saturday, but there's also five different two-wheel drives. So... You've got your different year groups. I can't even remember them all, but you know, eighty-two to eighty-four, and eighty-four yep. to eighty-seven. Yeah, I can't. I can't even remember what they are. But yeah, there's five five different year groups on the in the two-wheel drive, and uh, I usually do the uh, eight to nine to ninety-three, which I think we had we had about fifty in that class this year. Uh, it tends to be the most popular one. Okay, so did you say 89 to 93? Yeah, I do the 89 to 93 class. So you've got your, you know, you've got your RC10s, Tamira Stoops, I, well, there's some double Xs, low-C double Xs, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember, to be honest with you, it's embarrassing, but I can't remember all, I can't remember all the cars and dates myself, you know what I mean? Um, some of them I do, but the cars that I've run myself, but... Um, yeah, it's uh, the eight to eight to nine to ninety three classes is, is very popular in both two wheel and four wheel drive. Okay, so so what were what were you running? What were you were you running an RC ten? Uh, 
No, no, I've got a, I've got a Tamiya Stu, but it is modified. Um, the iconic rules are quite tight. Uh, although, if a car happened in the past, then you are allowed to recreate it. So, so the the, the cars we race are rep, close replicas to the Stu that I ran. Uh, around the 1991 period, which was, you know, very modified, to be honest, um, but did exist. So, you know, there's certain modifications allowed for certain cars, but if a car existed in that period, then you are allowed to run that car. Um, like Craig would... <clears throat> I mean, Craig's got one of the original stealth cars. If he so wished, he could race that, because it did... It was from that period, and he did use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He can, there's a picture of it. You can sit there. And yeah, go, there's if me there's a there with that. Of it and so on. You know, if there's a picture of it and proof, then that it that it happened at that time, then then it it would be considered allowed because John encourages things like that. So, well, I, th so, I yeah, think that's the, I think that's the good thing about those days that we kind of. I don't want to go on nostalgia because I haven't really got much nostalgia for it, but that's the bit that I can remember from the magazines that it was like what what modifications had happened to a car. You know, you were waiting for the magazine to see the picture of your car or Dresher's car or someone like that, and you'd go, well, that's, that's nothing like the one I've got. I've seen some yeah. pictures of your astute, maybe aggressive, I don't know, and I'm like, it's got carbon fibre. The one I had was plastic. yeah. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, the cars I had were were quite modified, um, and you know, I've still got I've still got the egress from that era, um, and it's heavily modified. Um, I don't use that. I don't use it. It's just a dis just for display in my house at the moment. Uh, it should be it should be in the British Museum, mate. Well, it's uh, <clears throat> it's under. I've got like a display cabinet underneath my TV, and there's a a Tamiya Rough Rider, um, a Tamiya Sand Scorcher, and my Egress in the cabinet. So, and that's that's kind of that's kind of it for my collection. I've got three. I'm not uh, I'm not a big collector of old stuff. Um, and and in fact, the cars that I race at Iconic are not actually my cars. They're uh, my good friend Lee Broadhurst. They're they're his they're his cars. He prepares them. Um, he races them as well, and I and I race them, and he, they're all his cars. Okay. So they're not they're not actually mine. They're not yours. But when we, I I think if I just googled Jamie Booth yesterday, that, you know that's it. And some sort of some of the big hits at the top of Google are from like RC. 10.com or rc tech talk or something along those lines and then yeah. there's a lot of things of like these are the cars that there's like, there's like i think got lost in a thread where they were like oh no i think jamie ran that at this event and then he ran this at that event and at that time and, and don't worry about what years they are because i can't remember either you know yeah. was that what was your that's not what you were doing for tamia you just were you trying to develop the Tamiya cars or trying to make the Tamiya cars as race worthy as they could be at the time? Yeah, and it was I mean the the modifications were not made by myself. They they actually came from the 
from the Tamiya factory. So, oh, right. Yeah, none of the mods were done by me. They, they were, you know, the, the cars were sent to me modified to try and test. So, the, such as my egress, um, all the mods done on that were done in the Tamiya factory by um, Taki, uh, Sugiyama, Miura, who's the top guy at Infinity Japan now, and also Suzuki, who was Mark Reinhardt's pitman. Uh, those guys were the guys that, that when I was racing at Tamiya, they, um, they were the ones that modified it. So, te- I mean, my, my egress is, you know, it's literally could be one of the first Tamiya racing factory uh, car, TRF car, if you like. Because yeah, the car was the car was the car was modded by them, not by me. Yeah, there, was, there were people arguing, discussing in the thread about whether it was the first TRF car. Yeah, because they were like, yeah. "Well, who was who did it? Was the stickers? These are the things that I just love. It's brilliant." Yeah, it was. Like I say, it was done. Uh, it was done by the Tamiya guys in the factory. We uh, we did a race, the, the egress. Um, we did a race, a reader race in America, and the, the standard car wasn't really up to the job. Um, and the guys from Tamiya were there working on my car, at the, and we were you know, while we were racing. And then a few weeks later, they sent me over the modified version that I've got. Um, and yeah, like I say, they did all the mods, not not me. I, I mean, technically, so, I I'm no good at stuff like that. So, but were they working off? feedback from you for those mods yeah, or, would you, or would you open a box and go Lambo I think you called one of them Lambo the other time we were on you know Lambo sent me this I'm going to see if it's any good and then give more feedback yeah they, I'd, 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 feedback, I'd feedback to them but of course back then you know um, it wasn't as easy to, to, to communicate as it is now um, so I'd tell Colin Spinner, Colin uh, who and Colin Spinner worked at Richard Constam, who was then the Tamiya distributor in the UK, and mm-hmm. and then he he would send a fax to Taki and the guys at Tamiya, um, you know, and then you know we'd we'd get a reply, and it and and the English might not be, uh, I mean it's not, you know, we don't speak Japanese, but they speak well English, you know. Yeah. You know, would there be some miscommunication, and then a few weeks, you know, a few weeks later, we'd perhaps get a box of parts or a new car to try. Um, so you know, it was an interesting time. But yeah, the the cars that I that we race at the iconic are based on those cars from that era when I was a professional racer for Tamiya. So, um, so two-wheel drivers astute, I think we said. Yeah, and the four-wheel drive is a modified Manta Ray, which is, in 1991, I won the BRCA Nationals with the modified Manta Ray. Um, it's, uh, the, Man- the Manta Ray at the time had a plastic chassis and my car had a, a carbon fiber top and bottom deck. Yeah. It was also it was also twelve millimeters longer, um, and I'd had some caster five degree caster blocks made by um, a good friend's dad at the time, um, a guy a guy who uh, used to race called Neil Woodhead. His dad Colin uh, 
Hadn't made me some five degree caster blocks, literally filing them out of a piece of billet alloy. Do you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, that car's been featured in the mag, so in the magazine. So uh, the four wheel drives we raced at the weekend are based on that car. And uh, myself, Lee Broder, Stan Craig Drescher uh, all used cars based on that. Uh, at the weekend so yeah they go very well to be fair so have you got a, just slight side but have you got a modern car have you got a modern 10th electric I, I haven't no um, you've not even got I'm one not one no my, my son's got a B6 right okay uh, not a B6.1 or just an original B6 I did have a B six, but I never used it, so I sold it to I sold it to a friend uh, for his son to use. So I just want to know, like, because you're the, one of the pe- only people in the world who can answer that. This is like, what's different? Why are they better? Why are they quicker now? You know, why are they you know less fun now than they were? I think for for me, the whole scene is a little bit. Uh, the, the whole scene's changed. Um, you know, in the eighties and nineties, it was a, uh, it was all a big adventure. We were all young, and uh, you know, it was a, it was a hobby that was fun, and uh, and and the fun part was the main attraction. So, you know, we'd trot off, we'd trot off to a race, whether it be South End in UK or Austria or wherever. And you know we'd go and race, but it was a, a you know an adventure as well. Um, and of course, when we were there, we tried to get the cars working as best we could. But but nowadays, it's a very serious. Um, you know, the people are very serious about it. And I think on one hand, that's great to see and watch, like I enjoyed watching at the Euros at Robin Hood Raceway. Mm-hmm. But on the but on the other, it, I think it misses the point about what RC is about. Um, and I think that that's why the iconic events are so popular because the it's it's a heart back to the old days. You know, people trot off for the weekend. Uh, you know, caravan full of booze and um, <laughs> and uh, and some cars and the you know the cars are. The cars are diff- more difficult to drive. Um, they're slower, so they don't burn through the tyres. Like uh, we can't run them too fast because the gearboxes and transmissions and stuff can't, can't, can't often can't take it. So we yeah. tend to run around ten and a half turn motor, and if you need it faster, you just wind it up a bit on the old turbo. Um, so they don't tend to burn through tyres like the modern cars either, and. Uh, the the scene is more about going away for the weekend, having a having a laugh with your mates, and um, and and you know, and having some RC racing thrown in alongside that. And I think the for me the nationals and stuff now it's very it's very serious, and I, I yeah I, I get it, uh, but also think that for some people, you know, for the majority of people at an RC event. You know, you've you've probably got ten or fifteen people who uh, who are there to try and win, and then the you know the other eighty ninety percent of people there are 
just getting away from the wife for the weekend or away from the job and they just want to have a break and a laugh and a giggle, you know. Um, and they don't necessarily want to take it so serious. And I think that's I think that's where the iconic thing comes in. It's uh, it's just you know it's just like it was in the old days. Everybody turns up and has a laugh and a giggle. Yeah, I think you know I spent my Sunday in South Lakes, which was like um, well where the where the Lakeland Classic was held the other week. Yeah, when you were. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it rained from six o'clock in the morning when I picked Tommy Tansley up to an hour into the meeting. Yeah. And, and and people say, oh, you're enjoying yourself. And I always go, well, I'm not at home. Yeah. You know, it, it's our, I'd said to Tommy, who's my father-in-law, and he's like, well, the weather doesn't look great. I said, hey, Tommy, we'll just enjoy. We have to drive an hour and a half up to Kendall and it's called off. It wasn't. We had a great meeting. It turned into 25 degree heat. It was brilliant. And then we yeah. just have to drive home. Then we've just enjoyed our three hours. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, 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 there's been some posts on Facebook today regarding tyre wear and tyre choices. And the nationals are the nationals. You know, I don't go anywhere near them. Yeah. Do doesn't bother me if I randomly pick on Phil Slay because he doesn't care. You know, so yeah. that, 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 that's how he does his RC, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he enjoys. But yeah, yeah. I, I think the Iconic are popular and becoming more and more popular because it just sort of reminds us all of those days. And yeah, and I think that, you know, the entry, I know the, the, the Nationals entry uh, has been... Well, I, an old friend of mine's come back racing, and he's he hasn't raced for twenty five years, and he's he's got he got straight into all the nationals. So oh yes, and he's and he's an F five. So I know that the national end. I don't know specifically how well they are attended, but I I, I can probably guess that they're not full full at the moment. Uh, no, no, if, he's, no, no, if he's got straight in, no, they they're not. They haven't full. It's like. like if you can't remember dates, I can't remember numbers. But like at one point, there was like thirty-seven um, reserved for Stoffold in two-wheel drive. Yeah. But on the day, they had spaces. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I think Southport was full in two-wheel drive, but was probably ninety in four. Yeah. yeah. Which is. It, it, I, I think nationals will take some time to get back to that sort of a hundred, you know, a hundred and twenty drivers both days and things along those lines. So enjoyment. I have to ask this now. Who's your friend after twenty five years coming back? Who's oh uh, a lad called Lee Charnock. Um, oh yes, yes. Lee, um, he, we used to live on the same street, and he uh, he moved to, with his job and and with a lady that's now his wife, and then. He's he's reappeared reappeared racing this year. Um, he he pits with the crags like we in in the nineties. We we all used to pit together with Neil and Neil and Mick and uh, Dave Bailey and Lee Charnock and and uh, we all used to knock about together at that time. So uh, Lee's you know he's in a he's he's in a a different position in his life now and decided to. That he fancied uh, playing toy cars again, and so he's uh, he's got he's got some modern cars and got in the nationals, and uh, he also did the rear the rear engine meeting at Robin Hood Raceway, which that yeah. was also very well attended. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had 123 or something at that. Um, and that was an, a very enjoyable event, that was. Um, it, uh, yeah, so he's, yeah, so it's Lee Charnock. He's come back and he's doing, he's doing a bit of everything, really, at the moment. I, th- I think I bumped into him relatively recently. And then raised yeah. and said hello. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, so astute. I suppose we could. We, I know we're not talking about results, but let's talk about results. How did you get on in two wheel drive? Um, a little bit, a little bit disappointing. Um, I qualified fourth, which uh, and in the final, I honestly don't know where I finished, but it was low down. Um, mm-hmm. I. The day started out funny, really. Um, the car goes very well normally. Uh, round one, I set off first, and um, I, I, I'm not, I don't normally make many mistakes. And in round one, I was marshalled four times, which was, which annoyed me greatly. Um, that that just, annoyed me. That annoyed me. <laughs> Jamie, never mind, annoy you. I'm not specifically bothered about where I finish. I just want to feel like I've come off and give it a proper shot. Yeah. Um, and being marshalled four times was just not acceptable, really. And then round two, I went out, um, and in the warm-up lap, I I crashed and broke a screw that holds the shock onto the shock tower, so I didn't oh. do round two. So I was, I was quite happy to get fourth on the grid, really. Um, but in the final... I can't really remember what happened, but I crashed too many times. Basically, and made a made a uh, made a mess of it. But that's you know that's racing. That's the way it goes sometimes. I just think about let. I I have got your your finishing position, but let's just say you finished seventh. You know what did I mean? I, did I finish seventh? I don't. Honestly, I don't know. I'm just randomly picking that oh, number okay, now. Yeah. But just think, you've made six people's days there. Because well, they're gonna dine out on that. I oh, remember that time when I beat Jamie Booth. Remember that time? Well, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's that's that's racing, you know. It, uh, I didn't deserve to be any higher that day in the final. I didn't drive very well. Um, I didn't. Uh, so that's just the way it goes, you know. Sometimes you've been around racing a long time. That's you just have to take it on the on the chin and 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 get up the next day and try try harder. Yeah, yeah, okay. No one wants to hear about my racing, but literally, um, <laughs> I was leading my first heat and then crashed four times. Second heat, my rear wheel fell off. Um, I then just had to pot around three and four to just to try and do something. I was in the, I was at the middle of the sea and then just fluffed it up. So you know, it happens yeah. to the best of us. I'm gonna say, well, maybe my day, weekend was a bit better, but then. Onto onto four wheel drive, uh, yeah. Uh, similar thing again, or again yeah. the day started off a little bit odd. Uh, the track was wet in the morning, and um, I I put the wrong tyres on for the for the round for round one, uh, and the car was really dreadful. It really was. Uh, so come on, sorry. So you said the wrong tyres. Was it what what, what was your, your choice well, that you made wrong? It's embarrassing when I tell you. But Go on, I'd, love uh, it. Well, I've got silver dark rears on and I've got ballistic green fronts. Um, oh. I don't know why I did that, but I did. Um, 
Um, I didn't have any silver. Uh, I didn't have any silver from the screwed up. So okay. I just thought, well, it'll be all right. But the car yeah. was absolutely dreadful. Uh, and uh, but thankfully for round two, I think I got a second in round, and then. In the last round, I got second. So I lined up on the grid second next to Craig. Craig TQ'd it. Craig was on, you know, he was on tremendous form. And he was, in the last run, I think he was about six seconds up or something like that. He was about, you know, he was significantly faster. He was three or four tenths a lap faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe more. Uh, but... You know, Craig's a brilliant driver, and and you know it, it is what it is. I was happy to be second on the grid, and uh, in the final I got third. I was Craig won it, and uh, I was battling with Adam Skeldin and uh, a lad called George Tolman, and uh, oh yeah, me and George, me and George had a real ding dong, and uh, swapped places many times, and uh, in nit past on the last lap and then I made a small mistake on the tabletop so George took second which he fully deserved he'd been quick all day uh, but I was quite you know I was happy with that result there were uh, Craig Craig checked out he was leading but me Adam and uh, George we were you know we were all trading blow for blow and it was a clean tight and fast and fair race and, and I really enjoyed that race and that's you know I like the enjoyment of a close race is is great, you know. And if I feel I've driven all right, then I've, I enjoy it wherever I finish. Um, and um, you know, the race was it was very good. Uh, but I ended up third, so I didn't make the race of champions on either day. Um, and they had a different format this year for the race of champions because in the past uh, people had, they used to have an adjustment system, so whereby people's fastest laps would determine how far they started in front of the newer cars in the race of champions. Well, if you were winning your final with a short car uh, by a long way, then 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 some people would slow down um, so that they got a bigger handicap in the, in the race of champions. So that's been scrapped now. We had 10 uh, identical rear-engined associated RTR cars. Um, oh, wow, so, okay, okay. So, 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 so this Racer Champions is like the winners from each of the sections, isn't it? Each of the right, year groups right. put together. Yeah, right, okay. that's right. So the, they were rear motor cars, uh, but, you know, a, a new RTR, if you like. Uh, and it was, the racing was close. It was funny. Um, they used Absima radios. Um, stick radio, the cheap Absima stick radio. They were brush, brushless and lipo, and pretty much out as they come out of the box, the cars. And uh, yeah, I mean the the race champions. It was good fun and and close racing. Uh, Kevin Bishop won on the Saturday, and Craig won. Craig Drescher won on the Sunday. So it was yeah, it was good fun. Good fun to watch. I was a little disappointed not to get involved, but. That's uh, like I say. That's that's the way it goes. Yeah, well, that's a that's a seems like a, a, a someone in um, Howard Marn, Stu Marn's dad. Uh, yeah, I think he's got one of those rear motors. It's like a B five thing, really. He he likes to dig that out when we're doing 
it's wet or something along those. That's a great idea. Just get those ten cars together. All the and same, to... and they just had different coloured wings, and the drivers wore a sash around them that was uh, the colour of the wing, so people knew who was driving which car. Oh wow, that's a great so they idea. Were kindly, they were kindly provided by Jason at CML. Um, uh, who, who, who we know were the you know, UK team associated mm-hmm. uh, importers. Um, so it just made it just you know like I say the whole the whole you should come sometime. The whole event is a it's a giggle. It's um it's different format, good good fun, relaxing, Ooh, it's nearly relaxing. Yeah. Um, uh, one or two alcoholic beverages and. Uh, Lots of giggles. Lots of stories of the good old days. <laughs> Some of them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, uh, you you mentioned then? You know, uh, in four wheel drive, Craig Drescher did really well and was sort of sort of maybe checked out a bit in the yeah. in the final. Um, do, you know. That was, and you said how it's just enjoyment and fun and, and, and things. But did you think back to like the the good old days when maybe you were were you fighting with Drasher? Were you on the same team back in those days? Uh, we we had been at times at Schumacher when Craig was running an Associated and that, and and in the early and in yeah, I mean we were rarely on the team, same team at the same time, but. Right. Uh, so it's fun to run the, the same car, and um, you know Craig really is an ex. It's still exceptionally good. Uh, I don't doubt that with a bit of effort, he could still mix it in the A final at a national. I really don't doubt that. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, he's you know he's uh, he really is still exceptionally good the RC car racer, um, but. You know, he rarely races now, and Lee, Lee had prepared him an RC10 and a, and a, and a, um, you know, a, a Manta race. So we were, uh, so, you know, Craig, did, Craig was, uh, you know, lured to uh, come and race by Lee with, the, with those cars. And, uh, yeah, he came along and he really, he really enjoyed it. It, it, he must enjoy it because it, it's literally one of the only races he still does. Yeah, that's right. I, I can't think of anything else that he's done. And it, and again, it must be great for the people who were there just to sort of, for their reminiscence of the good old days when everything was better, just to see Jamie and Craig stood on the same rostrum again. Yeah, um, it's, it's just it's just like I say, it's good fun. We had a few sherbets at night, and then uh, a few, um, you know, truth be known, he, he, he outclassed me on the track. Um, but uh, in it was it was good to be racing with him. You know, we've been I've known him since you know I was eight when we first met. I was eighteen. I think he was eleven or ten or something like that. Um, and so I've known him since since he was a kid and I was just a teenager, you know. Um, and, and we've always remained, you know, we've always stayed in touch and been good friends. So it's uh, it's good to race with him, to be honest, and good to see him there. Okay, 
it's the baby to, and I'm just looking for a story here, Jamie. I'm not looking. It doesn't even have to be the truth, to be honest. Yeah, we've spoken before. There's not many people actually listen to these podcasts, but you know, is there a time when you weren't friends? Is there a time where you've had a falling out at the race meeting with Craig? No, not at all. No, 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 no never, never. We've never fallen out. No. Because, you know, I remember, you know, I, I think about, like, the good old days when it, it, it did seem a bit more, you know, there was a bit more attitude in it. You know, all, all the current pros all just seem too nice, unless currently you are Ryan Mayfield tightest, but they all seem to be getting on really well with each other, all very polite and nice. And maybe we some all of did. We all did back in the day. We all, off the track, we we all... Pretty much everybody got on well. Um, there were odd exceptions, don't get me wrong, but yeah. um, generally speaking, uh, you know, one of one of the great things in the past was when when the Brits went to the Euros or the Worlds, the Brits worked together as a as a British team rather than a individual RC car team, if you like. Yeah. So. We pitted together and we all helped each other, whether you ran a Yokomo or Associated or a Tamiya or whatever. Everybody mucked in together. Um, and, you know, the, people didn't pit together with their Associated Tamiya Schumacher team. They pitted together as a country. Um, which, which, which I think is a big strong thing. I, I know Mark was a big believer in keeping that together. There was some talk that that might have changed for one, like this year was at Robert Hall. But I know yeah. Mark was a big fan of no, we're Brits. A lot of the Europeans don't like that when, when they're smaller teams. Yeah. They'd rather be with their drivers yeah. rather than they'd be with their country folk. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it does seem to I be mean, Brits I, versus the Europeans. I mean, at the Euros, I, I saw an old friend, Guy De Weird. Uh, his son Yolan was racing, and I mean, yep. I used to race with Guy in the in the eighties and nineties, uh, and, and I know him know him very well. And from Belgium, there was only him and his son there, and his you know his son was racing, and Guy was just pitting for him. So, mm. you know, the I have to say, I have to be honest, the Robin Hood Raceway. Hold on one sec, George. Sorry, George's got his headphones on and making a noise in background, so I'm just telling okay. him. <laughs> I thought the, uh, I mean, the Robin Hood Euros was 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 amazing, uh, and and what James and the crew had done was incredible. But I thought the entry was really disappointing. Um, you know, we we in the old days, you went to a Euros and there was. 140 there or whatever. Um, you know, it didn't... Yeah, I mean, wasn't there like 18, like 18 one? And I just, I was just surprised that the entry was so low, to be honest. Jamie, um, we... Um, I I went to the, the warm-up, okay? We had a, you know, it was a spare weekend of racing. I went to the warm up with my mates, Miklos and Jamie Banks, and we were just there. Just we weren't doing the Euros. We were just going to enjoy our yeah. warm up. And I actually spoke to James and said, "Well, it's not bad. There's like there's like ninety people here for the warm up. I'm sure you'll have more 
for the for like the actual event, and he's like, "No, Aiden, I've got less, yeah. less." And that was weeks before. Now I, I don't want to re-go over issues, but there are, you know, there's there's like there's reasons for the Europeans. You know, like the Europeans I spoke to, the first thing they said was car hire. Yeah, it was was just so just more expensive than it could ever be. Um, And then there are some issues regarding some EFRA rules and some BRCA rules, which stopped idiots like me attending. And I think that's a big shame for the club, you know, and 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 it's surely a big shame for, you know, if if you'd come from Spain, Italy, France or whatever, and you were considering your club holding the Euros... Surely you would look at the entry there and tap you tap on a calculator and 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 po- possibly work out that it might not be viable with that sort of entry. Um, and I think I know there's this uh, rule about uh, one country can only have so many percentage entries yes. and all yes. this that and the other. And you know that's all well and good when the meeting's full, but. But I think it's you know I think it's a shame more Brits couldn't race there, um, and it was a shame for the club for the effort and energy they put into that event. That I mean I know James really well, and uh, I, I did we we did discuss it recently, and it, you know it, it I know that it was uh, you know I think he was disappointed with the entry and entry and the uh, and you know. And the entry fee and 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 the purse that came with the with that entry size, let's say. Um, well, yeah, they put a lot of work in, and as you can see from the event, you know, with James and his family and uh, and and the, and the, and the club itself, have invested a hell of a lot of money in that venue. Um, so they should, you know, they should be able to. Uh, it, it it would have been better if they could have filled it, wouldn't it? It would, and, and I think it's important, for, again, it's a worldwide podcast, that we're, we're talking about more money to go to the club because it would have been spent on the club. Okay, right. you know, It would have been a new roof for the canteen, some, you know, exactly. ref, refurbishment of the toilets, you know, things along those lines, even exactly. though it was best Euros ever. If, you know, if you want some... I, it's fine Martin Owen's not here and no one from Southport will listen but you know when Southport holds a national we make make it's not real profit but you know the the, the amount that we make over our cost is about £350 a day yeah which is what we then immediately plough back into our club funds to to, to pay for the running now I, I don't know anything about the money that Sort of Robin Hood took or Costa and those lines, but they've been yeah, there not... like two weeks. There was like eight yeah. days of events. Do you, you know, have they made three hundred and fifty pounds a day to be ploughed back into well, their club? Well, you know, the Efra, you know, there's the there's the effort officials to pay for. There's the this, that, and the other to pay for, and da 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 da. And I don't think you know, with 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 the entry that they had, I don't think that it particularly. You know, it, I, I don't think it, it goes as far as what what it, ideally it, it would would like it to. You know, it doesn't. Um, when you're talking about toilets and electricity and flags and carpet, exactly. you know, the, re- the reason why toy cars can exist in this country is because of 
you know, mainly nice councillors, nice farmers, European or ex-European grants. Yeah. And, and the fact that nobody gets paid. Yeah, that's right. You know. And it, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I can't quite, I can't quite understand why you wouldn't want to fill it. And I would understand, I would understand you don't want to fill it with possibly people smashing around at the back and going the wrong way down the straight and stuff. I get that, you know. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, going down the BRCA list from the previous years um, and even such as Craig, why can't, or, or myself, why can't I race? Why can't Craig race if we turned up there with the money in a car? You know, I'm not going to trouble the A final, but I probably wouldn't be in the bottom final. Um, no. And but and why why not take that money off off of off of the off of all the people who've done the nationals first, or if the spaces, why not let people race? I just don't. I just I can't. I, I, I can't get my head around that really. Just just for a bit of so we're not bashing things. You know, one of the reasons why I think we are there is good rc is that 90 times 99 percent of the time the rules work i yeah. think in just this one circumstances they were caught out this is my personal view i know nothing yeah. else they were yeah. caught out by this and then by the time they think of a chain i think they did release some like corrupt corrupt got up got in in a wild card place okay uh, so who, more did they? yeah yeah so more places were offered, but they weren't as many places they could have. And I think that's someone yeah. again gossip. Someone said they released another twenty places, and nineteen people took them up immediately. But then yeah. you get to a point two weeks before when maybe they think about releasing more spaces, and then no one can book work and no one can do yeah. those things. You know. Yeah. You know, I I still turned up for the, the all the whole two wheel drive, but I just sat there and freaked French people out by making them believe I could tell what insert was in a rear tire by listening to it. Yeah, that's how we did tire tech. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was me and my mate Mark from New Zealand who just come over for a holiday, and I'm like, "Come to Robin Hood, you uh -huh. love this." Yeah. Just freak the span, uh, sp freak the. Well, it was, it was the Ortizes were the the Spanish who were there. Yeah. But, um, it, it was a great event. It was it was brilliant. It was nice to see all those things. But yeah, if you were another club, are you fighting to uh, put your name forward towards a? I think that's, like that's the issue. It's a, it's a, you know, it's it's surely going to you know. People will look at that entry. They can. They know how much. If you go to that event, you know how much you pay to enter. Mm. You, you can see on the list. You can use a calculator and calculate what the purse is in a few, a few taps on the calculator. And if if there are not enough people there, then it uh, it makes the calculation very tight for for the, for the clubs. Um, and we and haven't got it, a lot of UK clubs who can hold a Euros or you know, dream no. a world. Southport can't. We're in a public park. Yeah. You know, Robin Hood can. Hearts yeah. maybe can. If you've ever been to Hearts 10th, you've probably been to the 8th, but you know. Yeah, yeah. They've got space and, a, and an area and some covered pits and things along those lines. Yeah, but actually yeah. not many 
clubs have got that kind of space to hold oh, something. Right. And across Europe, you know, some clubs, um, you know, there's there's lots of clubs across Europe. But I mean, it, when we when we've when we've raced in France over the years, you know, the the local authorities do get involved. Um, and I raced a couple of times at Reims with one eight scale, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the the local town gets involved. They shut the roads so that so that we can park outside the track. And it's when you're walking around the town, there's posters up everywhere. And you know the the complex at Reims, it's a brick built rostrum with air conditioned, you know, race control, and uh, you know, and a shower block, and so on and so forth. It's really you know, it's really eye-opening how much, how difficult we have it um, to, to, you know, to be able to get the, to get help with the facilities uh, uh, at our tracks. Um, and whereas on the continent, the, the local authorities really seem to try and get involved. Mm. I, I don't want to be any more negative or do that, but I can remember that we once asked at, at Southport, could we have one of those AA signs put up? Yeah. You know, like a proper AA, you know, RC car racing, seven hundred yeah. pounds for a month. Crikey! And we're like, but you can leave it up, won't you? And they're like, oh no, we take them down now. And I'm like, well, I don't mind paying it if it's going to stay up there forever. Yeah. Because again, you know, RC racing is 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 great. RC racing in the UK, tenth off road is really strong. Yeah. There's it's not perfect, okay? No. And there's b- bits we all need to work on. Um, but I think because we're British, we kind of, we're maybe a bit too polite. Yeah. You know, you know the people who make... You could almost do with uh, making your own sign and fastening it to the lamppost and just keeping your fingers crossed that nobody spotted it. Well, we, 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 we have, do you know what? We, we, we had this, this, when we talk about things about Southport, but I'm not supposed to tell people because it's like secretively for Southport. I talk about Northport. Okay. Yeah. So in Northport, we figured out the other week that next to, next to Northport is a big Morrison's. It's like a massive yeah. supermarket because Southport is in the mid, Northport's in the middle of Southport. Yeah. And as you drive out of the supermarket, the bowls people, and the croquet people have put their banners there. Yeah. And you just think about, well, we've got a sign by our track in the park, but how many people leave this Morrison's every yeah. day? And the, the bowl sign is, play bowls here. Yeah. yeah. And the croquet is, croquet is for everyone. Yeah in this park you know it's just quite simple those bits so i think those are i think we can all learn from those things but who's going to listen to me and you jamie who's going to listen to me and you we should old run the world old old man moaning yeah old man moaning <laughs> oh, um, at least at least you were fast in the day um <laughs> Okay, but you are also, as well as being the, the superstar that you are and famous for all that hair and tiny shorts, um, you, you're still working RC now um, with Spire Model Distribution. That's um, right, yeah. How's that going? You know, we're, we're out of COVID now. Things can it's been okay. I mean, it's, uh, in, during COVID, business was really booming. Um mm-hmm. 
people were sat at home, nothing to do. Oh, I'll have an RC car this week. You know, yep. it was it was almost like the toilet roll panic buying. Do you know what I mean? It was yep. it was crazy. It was crazy. But now it, it's returned back to normal. Um, I mean, SMD's only small. There's only me. Um, so, and and my overheads are very small. So. I've, I've made sure of that. Um, so, you know, for the business to survive and, and provide a, a, an income, you know, a livable income, it, it's not too difficult. But, uh, you know, I think I think there's a bumpy times ahead with uh, for RC and other hobbies. Really, I mean, you know, this this fuel, the fuel uh, increase in fuel prices is is absolutely insane. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, fuel prices. Um, my daily driver's an old Octavia VRS, and you know, I mean, I filled it up tonight, and it was—it's a bit cheaper tonight. I think it was ninety-two quid, and it's like, yeah. what? You know, it's like that's a lot of money. Um, so, uh, you know, let's hope for the let's hope for the best. But I think. We could be on. We could be in for a bumpy winter, I think, because um, we're not going to be so keen of travelling. Because that's what indoor tenth is like, isn't it? Big events it to to hire the halls. That's what's happening. Um, and maybe it we're is. not going to. It is because people, you know, um, the increasing fuel fuel bills. Even if you can, even even if you can afford that, then. It's still taking money away from what is your disposable income for either I don't know going out yeah, to yeah. meals, going to the pub, going to RC car racing, fishing, mountain biking, whatever you whatever people do, um, and that can't I can't see how that is not going to affect all of us in one way or another. Okay, so is is SMD. And you're a distributor, aren't you? Yeah. So are you like, do you go back to your old days of like distributing? Are you just picking up the phone? Off the top of my head, I can't think of a shop, you know, but like you you picking up the phone to Borley and MB and go, hey, you're lucky here. Look, I've got a great deal on some SMD motors for you. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, nowadays, uh, people don't really speak on the phone. I mean, it's email, text, or you know, messenger, or or, or whatever. Uh, and it's yeah, it's uh, um, you know, business has changed. I mean, uh, you know, shops will send a PDF order order through. Okay. So you know, I don't really speak to. I hardly ever speak to anybody anymore. Really, to be honest. Um, oh. and uh, and some of the shops were quite happy for you to go on the website and see what items of, of mine that I distribute are, are they're becoming low on and, and top them up um, it's less trouble for them um, and you know they've not got to go through it themselves um, so there's a, there's a bit of that um, but yeah, my old boss used to say in my job, "This is a contact sport, Aiden. This is a contact sport." Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Yeah, like, pick pick the phone up. 
pick the phone up and phone them, check them all right, yeah. do all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, But these these days, you know, it, it that has changed. It's more there's more. There's still contact, but it's in a different way now. I think um, there's a lot more a lot more messenger type messenger email or just you know I've got shops they just send me a text message can you send XYZ123 job done yeah 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 do you, need, you know I might reply oh I've got these so do you need any more of them blah 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 yeah yeah, yeah mate send some of them <laughs> <It's> quite, <laughs> you know it's changed it's just, even in my short time I mean I've been SMD's been going 17 years now and uh even in my time, it's uh, you know things have changed a lot, um, and there's that many different ways of people contacting you these days. You know, I mean, it's like the when you speak to the Chinese, um, they all use WeChat. Yeah. Which I don't know if you know what that is. It's just a you know it's a messaging service, a bit like a bit like a mix between WhatsApp and Facebook, if you like. Yeah. So it's a messenger, and you can do updates and. You know, put your pictures on here of your dog and his and your garden and all that stuff, just like you can on Facebook. But uh, I mean, if you send if you send if you send the Chinese suppliers an email, it's it's almost like sending them a fax. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh, right, I, okay. I don't check my email every day. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but if you send them a what? If you send them a WeChat, bosh, they'll reply usually within a few minutes. Because um, you're straight to the phone in the hand, you know what I mean. Okay, okay. Um, and what sort of things are like uh, are SMD doing really well with? What's what sort of like your, your your really popular lines at the moment? Well, my 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 main line is the Charisma Scale Adventure Crawlers. Um, yeah. And they, you know, they they're they're popular, very popular, and. Uh, Ivan, the owner of Charisma, is a pleasure to work with. He's a really, really nice man. Uh, yeah. Really helpful, and just, I just, you just, get, I just get on with him. He's just such a nice bloke, uh, and that always makes things work that bit easier if you get along with somebody. Um, so yeah, the, the scale crawlers are, are my main line now, um, and you know I do other stuff as well, but that's that's my main bread and butter line if you like so even like in, in scale in like scale crawler world yeah th- does anybody know who jamie booth is not are you really just a, are you not just that. a man who does charisma you're, you're not the jamie booth that's right you know there's in the scale crawler world you don't have your sort of racing winners heroes if you like it's more about you know there are events but you get gangs of people. You know, there's a guy I know from... Do you know Andrew Ashton Smith? No. He, uh, okay, well, he's, he's, he's from... Uh, he's from out your way somewhere, Liverpool way. Uh, and he um, he runs a couple of the scale crawler pages and he, he organises events out and about. So, you know, like, we went to one at uh, near Haversage, which is near Sheffield... At Chris, just after Christmas, and you know there were like twenty five of us or something wandering around the woods with these <laughs> with these uh, scale crawlers. So there's the events are very different. You know, there's if you think with a crawler, 
why would you drive 100 miles? Think how much crawling terrain you would drive past going to an event 100 miles away. Yeah. You know, so people just, three or four of them, five of them, chuck some sandwiches in a backpack and off they go in the local local wherever. I mean, you know, I could I could go, you know, one or two miles from here and, and be in that kind of terrain. Um, so it's very different to racing. Um, you know, whereas we, we drive hundreds of miles to compete at an event at a specific venue because... The, because we don't have this type of venue all over the place, whereas obviously the uh, the crawler the crawler fraternity, they, most people are just a couple of miles away from something where they can go and run the the cars. Yeah, whether it's like I suppose for me, it's the beach and the sea. For you, it's it's hills. If you're in, um, yeah, you know, I'm near to Havasage and and uh, you know. Um, places like uh, Lady Bower Reservoir and uh, you know just 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 to name drop a few local places to me but um, so although they have a scale nationals and it is reasonably well attended um, you know to get people to travel about often I don't think it would happen because they literally you know if they'd, like I say if they're driving 100 miles they probably they're probably driving past 80 miles worth of uh, potential crawling spots anyway. So mm. why would they drive all that way? Um, so the, their events, you know, they do have events, but they're, they're, they're not like, um, you know, they don't have a national championship. And Yeah. I, and, I, through uh, the magic of Facebook, I have found that person on Facebook. I've seen that I've got like five mutual friends as his. So yeah. I sent him a friend's request. Also, yeah. I, you know, he lives on the Wirral, okay? So yeah. the other side of the Mersey. So the joke would be, obviously, I've got the beach and you've got hills, and he's just got desolate wastelands near Birkenhead to crawl over. Um, <laughs> but, um, well, I was very active at, uh, on all these groups, and he creates these events, and they, you know, they're free. You just... He sends you the what three words uh, app location. Okay. You, you rock up and, like I say, at Christmas, I think 25 or 26 of us wandering around a place called Padley Gorge near Haversage. And he, he puts he has events on every few weeks um, for various different, you know, in various areas and what have you. And he, he just does it. He organises it all himself. And... Uh, you know, he's really active at promoting and pushing it, and uh, and he does a good job, to be fair to him. Yeah, a, a few of... Um, I apologise to the person who's messaged me before and who has actually left sort of 10th racing. Uh, I know there's a group for us. It's like North Wales Crawler Group, and that's the, that's exactly what you're saying to me is what they do. You can see them. They meet somewhere with backpacks full of sandwiches yeah, and just, and just go for a bit of a walk. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and they enjoy themselves. You know, we're not all yeah. racers. We're not all our, you know, we're not all my American friends, Chris Trudeau, you know, that's what yeah. we do. Um, I, I, I spoke to Hoopo. Um, oh yeah, yeah. After the Euros. And of course, Hoopo, I, I didn't really understand this, but 
he's like the Traxxas man. He is in, yeah. in, in Austri- Austria, and I'm Quite blessed. Howie's company, yeah. Um, oh, is that how you pronounce? I call it Hoco. I don't know how you say it, really. Yeah, your, yours, is, yours is better than mine, Jamie. Um, and it was that thing of like that the same. That's why I asked you the same question. Like he goes to a Traxxas thing, and yeah. nobody else knows he's Hoopo Honigal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's the man who helps them with their traxuses. They just got, you know, I'm like, but, yeah. but they must know it's you, Hoopo. And he's like, no, no one has ever gone. Oh, you know, you're the twelve, five times twelfth European champion or something along those lines. Yeah, no one knows what a Durango or a Serpent or any of those things are. They just no. enjoy it. Um, and I that's think right. sometimes we do get a bit of a. We are a bit. Uppity. Um, I try always say to some people, and I say it to myself, you know, my RC is no better than anybody else's. You know, whether... right. I, was, I was surprised when I, I mean, I've always been a racer, as you as you well know, um, but getting involved with these products, I, I um, I've become obviously more involved with the scene and. It's different. It's kind of a chilled out, go out in the woods, you're wandering around, you know, all all day, walking miles and miles and miles. Um and it it, it it it's different. I wouldn't I wouldn't like to say I think when when you when you first see it you probably think, oh, I'm not sure about this and then but then when you have a go you start to understand there's a, there is really a lot of skill in controlling them and and um to get them across the terrain um and it it's satisfying and fun in a different way to what we're used to for sure um but it's very accessible to most people and it's also extremely cheap to run they don't burn through any tires you know the tires are you know you probably won't need to change them until they perish in five years time or something um you know when when i took my son uh, out you know we used a 8,000 2S LiPo, and I think it ran for, I can't remember what was it now, it ran for nearly four hours on that LiPo. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, it was, it's quite remarkable, you know, they, so, so, you, you know, they don't have the running costs that a racer has. Um, and, um, you know, I think they both have the place. Uh, you know, as you know, like I said, I'm a racer. You know, you know, I am. A, I like racing. I like going fast, and I like to try and compete against other people. But also, you know, wandering around the woods, uh, having a bit of fun with a gang, and uh, driving them. I mean, they're crazy. You know, you you get to a river, and they're like, well, they're like flies to you. Know what? They're, they're, they're all down the they're all down the bank and straight so, and it's like it's not just axle deep in water it's can't see the roof of the of the car deep in the water you know what i mean yeah the crackers the crackers they're straight for, they're like i say they're like a they're like a magnet for water and it's straight in straight where the deep end. <laughs> where was it was it was south lakes it was raining I was literally in like global Schumacher chat team yeah. chat going. I'm thinking I might miss practice. Yeah, you, you know, because my car's gonna get all 
gunked up, and I don't really want it to get gunked up if it doesn't need to get gunked up. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's not wrong, it's not right, it's just, you know, that's just the, the difference that we are as we go along. It's, um, you know, we're all pretty lucky where we are. Um, mate, we have probably chatted on for an hour now. Um, and, I, yeah. and, I, and I promise I'd let you go with that. Um, but but before we do, um, is there anybody else, you, is there anybody you'd like to thank or is there anything you want to talk about before we do, before I just say thank you, sponsors, and you can go? Um, well, not really. I just, um, you know, I'm just thankful and grateful for, for um, you know, myself, uh, I made so many friends from racing RC, um, and that's you know that's one thing that all the computer games and stuff. Yeah, people chat online, but it's not the same as you know. I literally made friends all over the world over the over the years, going to events and races, and it's just I've really enjoyed doing that. It's been good for me as a I was quite a shy kid at school and what have you, uh, and it really racing really brought me out, Michelle. Um, so that's been good and I've got to thank uh, my extremely good friend Lee Broadhurst as well because he mm-hmm. put out his car preparation uh, I, w- I wouldn't be racing I really he, he, he really he really goes over and above to, to help me um, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that uh, I, I'm aware of Lee just for the amount of times that it's it's sometimes it's like if you're there, I'm, I'm sometimes looking for Lee in the background. Yeah, he's a he's a character. Lee he's a he's an absolute diamond. Um, but he's a he's a character. He's one of them that wherever we go, it's impossible not to have a good time when Lee's there. Because the banter is just he's just relentless with. Extracting the urine, shall I say? Yeah, that's all right. Taking the piss is fine here, mate. That's uh, I'm, I'm, we're, 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 we're all right. We're taking the piss. The odd swear word slips out is fine as long as we're not doing them to be edgy. Um, Jamie, it's great. You know, um, you should spend if you've got any spare time in your office you should get your phone you should just on your facebook page and you should just go live for 10 minutes and tell us a, tell everyone a story about something um no I'm, prep I'm, I'm, banned, I'm banned from going live for 90 days because oh dear uh, i didn't uh, know this i'll send you the facebook post that they banned me for and it's it's it, it's a joke it's joking about ferrari uh, making mistakes and uh, and Facebook the Facebook bots interpreted it as me encouraging suicide and uh, I will send oh. you the Facebook post and okay. it's it's absolutely nothing to do with encouraging suicide you will uh, uh, you will laugh when you see this I'll, I'll forward you the the Facebook uh, ban not I'm not banned but I can't go live. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. There's some restrictions on your account. There's restrictions uh, on my account, and uh, and you will you will laugh when you see uh, how uh, what a 
naughty boy I really am. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous, but I will. T- I will when I when I'm off my live ban. I will. Uh, I, I will. Um, uh, I will take your advice and do that. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Peter answer our C's. Peter did a couple like over a couple of weeks ago. I think he like did like like one a day for about three days, and it, it's just great. It's just it's just. Not none of us are evil people, so none of yeah. us are intentionally mean to anybody. Okay, yeah. the only time we ever get, I ever get into trouble is when I make a joke about somebody. Then somebody else listens to this who doesn't know that I know that person. Yeah, you know that that's the that's the the, the same complaints we've had like four times. Okay, you yeah. said this about that, and I'm going, yeah, he's a good man. Oh, I didn't know that, and the, it's all fine, and we all agree and things. So just uh, that's I think what RC needs more. Yeah, just just document some of the stuff that you've seen yeah. or done. Don't worry about what year it was or what car it was. Some Facebook person, not the bot, will correct you anyway in the comments. Yeah. Just I've just sent you those. You, you'll laugh when you see. Well, the only issue I'm is if it's about for... Formula One, I'm not going to understand it. You will, trust me, you'll okay. understand. Okay, you'll thank understand. God. It's about Formula One and it's from two years ago and I've got I've got a 88-day restriction or something because it's on okay. the world. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to share that as a Facebook post in case they no, ban me. No, However, going that, yeah. I'm going to describe as some Ferrari person loading a, for our American friends, a double-stacked pistol magazine with Asta saying Mamma Mia. I don't know who that, it, the, that <laughs> person's supposed to be. Who's that? Who's that? Is that a Ferrari person? I think he's just... just supposed to be uh yeah a ferrari uh strategist hang on you posted this like two years ago yeah 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 and i got i've just sent you uh and on 12th 12th of july this year i got an 80 this 88 day restriction from posting that two years ago and that that i posted two years ago was shared from a facebook post that was already on facebook anyway Okay, yeah. I think you've I think you've been done by a like farm, but we'll talk about how Facebook works another time. I think yeah. we, we know why that's been picked up. But Jamie, honestly, thanks very much for your time. Great right. for, to spend yeah, this time yeah. with us. Um, you know, please uh continue doing what you're doing, um a- attending these events, doing all the stuff that you're doing, and if you could document a few more of your stories next time you're with Lee. You, you know, we, we, we don't have to be PG. You know, you can, we can just share them in WhatsApp groups or something <laughs> along those, because I think that's what we do. We, we are missing, mate. Some of the stories from the good old days that you'll just yeah. never see. You know, there was nobody there from a magazine, or the magazine stopped and, and do. So, um, Jamie, thanks very much for your time. All right, Take and care. we'll speak to you all soon. Okay? Thanks, all right. mate. Bye. 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 Yes, that was great speaking to Jamie Booth straight from the iconic meeting. It was also great speaking to Jamie Clancy last week. And I think we've had sort of both age ends of the age scale. Um, someone who's 
certainly just starting off in his like RC career with his first eighth national win and Jamie Booth who's also probably taken a few national wins um as it's just me I did talk briefly about um, my northwest regional at South Lakes on the grass really great meeting rained in the morning and then was just so sunny for the rest of the day it really made the meeting go well and what I always say about good meetings is the number of people there to help out there were plenty of South Apes members uh, I think they were missing even missing a few of the ones I recognize and Rick Dewhurst ran a great meeting um, this weekend I'm at Southport for the second round of the interclub competition um, we did a round the other week at Berry. We're going to do a round at Southport this Sunday. One round of qualifying and then just bump finals for everybody. Maybe five or six rounds depending on numbers and getting that done. The big thing this weekend is probably if you listen to this on Friday, please check out the RCGP rush coverage from Nemo. We've seen some pictures now of this sort of black Astro they've got on the infield. Looks great. I'm sure it'll look even better for RCGP. And of course, um, Martin and Joseph will both be at the Torch National on Saturday and Sunday. So good luck to anybody who's travelling down and listening to this. I hope you all have a great day and be Joey. Probably, that's probably all the stuff we can do today. So i just like to thank my sponsors, the Hashtag Schumacher Family. TQ Models for all the things they do for Vix Paint, RC House and Clinic for all those extra great things that they sell us. Clinic, who've come out with some really cool stuff. I, I probably want a, a tyre balancer now and some excellent um, heatsink plugs for your lipos and of course, hashtag the best hat composite kit for all your stuff. Please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. As I've been driving around this week, I've really enjoyed the relatively recent episode of the RIP podcast. I think it's an Ernest Pravetti one. It talks a lot about um, Team Trinity's Ernest Pravetti, who we lost over the last few weeks. And it then it's got some great insight to the vision race. There's a great section on about it with an hour in that it just tells us why Jared Tebow is the GOAT. And just check it out, Racing Radio Impound Podcast. Once you've listened to this, once you've listened to the Grid Talk, go check out the Radio Import Podcast. And the last thing I'm going to say is 2023 is the year of the Extra Lap Podcast. Thanks, kids. See you next week.